So first of all, on this special day of Sagadawa, to all of my Dharma friends, those I know and those who I may not know, um, and also uh, who are in any place, wherever in the world you find yourselves, then um, regardless of that, I wish all of you my greetings, Tashidele, and I hope that you are happy and I hope that you are well. So then today, and I'm hoping in a way that everybody can hear and understand something, I would like to explain a little bit about this holiday of Sagadawa, how it is important, why it is important, and once we understand that it is important, what sort of activities that we should engage in on this holy day. So then on the special day of Sagadawa, we celebrate Buddha Shakyamuni, specifically his engaging in 12 very important actions. These holy actions are often known as the 12, um, you could say the 12 miraculous deeds. So then from this list of these 12 holy deeds, then different people can condense them into four main ones and sometimes into three important deeds as it relates to Sagadawa. So today I will try to explain about three of these holy or important deeds. And there is a common presentation which says during this um, holy month of Sagadawa, on the most important day, which is the 15th day of the lunar month, out of these 12 holy days, there are, in some presentations, they say three key things or key important de deeds that happened on this most important day. And so one presentation of what these three important deeds are, sometimes it is said the birth, but more commonly it is said that the first of these three is that the Buddha was descending into the mother's womb. And it is said that um, as uh, the Buddha descended into his mother's womb, she had an appearance or a vision of a white elephant. So that is the first of the three. The second of the three is that the Buddha achieved the unsurpassed enlightenment on this day. And the final of the three is that he manifested the Paranirvana, the passing away on this day. Mm -hmm. 
So one of the things that we can understand in terms of what the Buddha manifested on this day, uh, coming into the world, manifesting as an ordinary being, achieving supreme enlightenment, complete Buddhahood, also manifesting the Paranavana, the passing away. This was all meant to be instructive for his disciples, specifically to show the disciples that on the basis of achieving a human rebirth and living one's life in the wholesome way of following the path, then all of you can become like me. You can similarly become enlightened. So then also Geshe-la is just mentioning here that uh, we are talking about the uh, three main of these holy deeds but in terms of the uh, presentation of the 12 holy deeds um, one of these is the uh, leaving the homeless life into ordination and Sorry, manifesting the aspect of living a worldly life and secondly, uh, leaving forth to go into renunciation. So these are the two. So what is the Buddha showing with all of these manifestations and with these teachings? He is showing us the extraordinary object uh, of attainment. He is saying no matter who you are or where you are born, no matter what gender you are, male or female, um, all of us who have achieved this human rebirth, if we follow the correct instructions, we will be able to not only completely be rid of our own problems, of all of the samsaric problems, the problems of cyclic existence that we experience, but we will also be able to be someone who is able to benefit others, in fact, to benefit all sentient beings. This is the extraordinary object of attainment. So one of the most important things that all of us can take from this day and set ourselves to do today is to um, make the most out of our human life. And so how do we do this? We look at all of our activities of body, speech and mind and we try to make them something that is worthwhile, something that goes in the direction of what is wholesome and the accumulation of virtuous karma. By engaging our body and speech and mind in what is wholesome in this way, not only do we create the causes to achieve more and more temporary happiness, we will also be able to achieve the great ultimate happiness. <laughs> And so many of these wholesome uh, practices and activities we can engage in right away and even those that may seem out of reach slowly if we engage with them through training and hearing, contemplation and meditation we will become more and more capable. <laughs> So 
so then um, in terms of, uh, as uh, I have stated before, in terms of uh, this very uh, holy day of uh, uh, the, the most important day of Sagadawa, on this day, all of the virtuous karma, all of what is wholesome that one engages in, this gets manifest, this gets um, increased or magnified by hundreds and thousands, even millions of times. So one can build up great positive potential. But similarly, on this day, it is said that if one engages in what is negative, what is unwholesome, that the uh, negative consequences of that are similarly magnified. So if you really want to be able to achieve happiness, then you should pay attention and use this accordingly. So, so it's possible because there are all different types of people that some people have a doubt that arises in the mind thinking like I don't have a lot of status, I'm not famous, I don't have a lot of resources. So how can I use uh, my body, speech and mind to engage in this vast accumulation of virtue on this day? How can I make use of it? So then, my answer would be this. We understand that in terms of this presentation, uh, in terms of reaching enlightenment, this is mainly an inner process that is happening within the mind. So what we can do is we can start from a place of kindness. And from this place of kindness, we can then build our love and compassion and imbue our activities of body and speech with that. So for example, with our body, we can show others a pleasant expression. With our speech, we can say beneficial things that are of encouragement to others. In fact, these are the main ways that the bodhisattvas uh, practiced and cultivated. It is not so much external. So similarly, all of us, we may ha uh, in the past, we have things that we regret, the unwholesome or negative deeds that we have engaged in. But also on this holy day, during this special time, what we can do is we can think about those uh, mistakes of the past and we can engage in practices to purify them, practices to move through them. This is also very important. <laughs> so whatever sort of purification practices we engage in, whatever prayers we make in terms of trying to purify our past deeds, the most important thing is to think about the um, mistakes that we've made from the previous until now. So 
If you've been short-tempered and angry with people, try to be more patient and longer-tempered. Whatever sort of negative um, activities and habits you've engaged in with your body, speech, and mind, try to move away from that negativity and transform to something more positive. If you don't do that, then uh, prayers and purification will not solve the problem. One has to change. Another thing that is really important to understand when we speak about these wholesome activities of body, speech, and mind, we might be able to engage with them initially, but we can't engage with them in a full and strong way. Why is this? Because of our lack of habituation. Our lack of habituation to these positive things or what is wholesome. So what we want to do is, by engaging them again and again, we want to habituate our mind to what is positive, the power of habituation. <laughs> So those beings that are the Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas now, as we said, they started out as ordinary, but like us, they achieved a human rebirth. And then on the basis of encountering the teachings, they were able to, from that basis, come to know and understand things. They were able to develop kindness, love and compassion in their heart. And by and similarly, we must increase our love and compassion. And we must cultivate a feeling of closeness to sentient beings by feeling that all sentient beings humans, animals, and so forth are closer to us. So then also, some of you have probably heard these, uh, this kind of advice, this advice has reached your ears before, uh, but um, in terms of uh, what we want to say is that um, any human or animal that we encounter, we want to be able to um, uh, reach them with an attitude of love and compassion. So regardless of your religious beliefs, if you are able to approach every type of sentient being that you meet uh, with an attitude of love and compassion, have the uh, activities of body, speech and mind in accordance with that, then one can come to great meaning from one's human life. So therefore, as much as possible, my request to you is, with a happy, joyful mind, then please direct your body, speech, and mind into this direction of what is wholesome. So thanks, uh, Tashidele greetings. We shall end here.